morning. This is not anchored and devoted. I'm just messing with you. That's one of our favorite podcasts. If you don't know, that's put out by us. These <laughs> crazies. I'm messing with Jerry because we're not supposed to be talking about it. It's like a secret, but don't keep it a secret, really. Anchored and devoted. We're not here for that. We are here for your daily gains. And I'm Pastor Joseph. And this is Pastor Jerry. And I'm here to pump you up. I tried to catch him while he was drinking water, but I missed the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome back to this crazy gym where we get into the word. And our hope and prayer is that, uh, well, we know God is with us, but we pray that he stays and is with you as a child of God and a fellow heir in Christ. Amen. Um, but, but we want to stretch your muscles and we want to keep it short. And uh, we also want to leave you a little sore and thinking about how to use what you've been engaging with this morning. So today we're going to be looking at Psalms 4. And I'll get us started with the Pete and repeat. If you don't know the routine, go listen to some of the previous podcasts. But Jer is going to repeat what I say. We're in the ESV, and this is Psalms chapter 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. You have given me relief when I have been in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. Oh, men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? Oh, men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call him. The Lord hears when I call him. Be angry and do not sin. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts, on your beds, and be silent. Ponder in your hearts, on your own bed, and be silent in your hearts. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good? There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. You have put more joy in my heart than when their grain and their wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep for you, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Amen. Psalms 4, 1 through 8. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Mm. Well, Dave, I'll kick us off here because I think that this psalm is a really good example of um, where we can read the psalms in our English context, in our Western context, and not understand them as well as we uh, might otherwise be able to. And, and I want to take the opportunity right here to talk a little bit about parallel parallelism, mm -hmm. the way that Hebrew poetry works to help us understand it so that we can read it rightly. Most of us have probably heard the verse that says, be angry and do not sin. And we can connect this to another verse in the Bible that says, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. 
but that's in relation to a verse that says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay it. And the admonition to the Christian is, don't be angry and act out of your anger. And so we can read a verse like this in Psalm 4, we can say, well, I'm not supposed to be angry. But when we read Hebrew poetry, what we're reading is two lines that are spoken together so that they give each other more depth or more clarity of meaning. When we read a verse like, be angry and do not sin, Mm -hmm. we understand that by reading the second half of the parallel, which is, rather, ponder in your own heart, on your own bed, and be silent. Mm -hmm. In other words, what it means to be angry and not sin is to stop, consider, mull it over, and be slow. Mm. It's not simply don't be angry because anger is a bad thing or don't be angry because you're judging and you're not allowed to judge. It's what God is calling us to here is that instead, when we have the, the impulse to be angry because of things going on around us, what we ought to do in that moment, rather than reacting is, is hit the brakes, put it in park and sit down and say, Lord, what are you doing here? Mm. What's going on with this right now? And with, with a number of these verses here, I see this again and again. I would think it was uh, verse 7. Who, who will show us some good? That question, who's going to show us good? Yes. Is that 6? Yeah, verse 6. Yep. Verse 6, okay. So there's two points at which the psalmist says, people are saying this, they're asking this question. In verse 6, he says, Who's going to show us any good? And I think it's in verse three. Uh, he says, or, "I'm sorry." In verse three, my honor be turned into shame. Um, I might actually be thinking of Psalm three when they say, oh, "But um, where, no. who, who, you know, <laughs> is there any help for him in God?" It's a yeah, question that's got, put out there. Got the guy. But in, in verse six, he says, "Who's going to show us any good?" Well, in relation to showing us good, in the context of this whole chapter. What the psalmist is saying is there are people here and they're they're saying bad things about me. They're doing things against me. They're, you know, running down my name, they're slandering me, they're being libelous, whatever it is that they're doing. And my response to this is I want to be angry and I want to do something. And I also feel unprotected. Mm. And I'm looking for something good. I'm looking for hope. I'm looking for a silver line to this or, or hope that it's going to change and get better. And he says, who's going to show us some good? But he answers that in the very next part of verse six, when he says, but turn your face towards us. Because in the psalmist's mind, what good looks like is when God in his love and his power and his glory has turned towards you. And according to what we read back in Exodus has caused the, the light of his face and his countenance to shine upon his children. It's the same picture that we get when a father is looking lovingly or a mother is looking adoringly at their baby in their arms. That kind of protection, that kind of peace is what the psalmist is drawing out of as he's thinking about what's going on here. And, um, you know, one of the ways I want us to get stronger as we're doing this, including for myself, is that when we're reading scriptures like this, it's not just a weird way of saying something that 
sort of makes a little bit of sense out of context, but there is a unity mm-hmm. to what's been said here. And we do have to stop. We got to hit pause. We have to think about it. And it's been written in such a way that the meaning is given to us. It's made more clear as we put these couplets together, which is a part of the reason that we're doing the Pete and repeat. Mm-hmm. It, it helps us to see where these couplets are and to hear them come back at us to make that connection. I know that um, for me, the thing to wrestle with is the be silent. Um, ponder in I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> but ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. It's when you talk about that parallelism, be angry and do not sin. The anger, stay on your bed. You know, the angry is typically lashing out, doing what you're not supposed to do. Those actions, there's, you know, blood pressure going up. So internal stuff, there's a lot of things going on. And this going to your beds where you settle down. Yeah. Where you literally don't know what happens because God takes over. You fall asleep. <laughs> you wake up the next morning with no clue what happened through the night. I mean, if someone takes photos, they'll tell you, but you were asleep. So you missed it all. Right? As, my, <laughs> right. as my son would say, but, you know, be angry and do not sin. And then pondering your own hearts on your bed and be silent. The being angry, we know that there is a good anger and a bad anger. Um, we see that when we look in the scripture and see what Jesus did in the temple, there is a understanding where you're set apart for his use and his purpose. And so there are certain things that we need to stand up for no matter what. I get that. But then there is the typical anger, which is self-centered and not Christ-centered, not God-focused. Mm-hmm. And that is often sinful. And we justify that sin. And yet when we look at what happens after being still on your bed is you should be silent, not posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or any other place, not speaking about this to others or wrestling with this in community. It says, and be silent. And and that is huge when I look at this chapter being on calling to God. It is a chapter on communicating. (laughs) That's the whole focus is to communicate. But it's one of those things where once I've gone to God, I'm done. That's it. I've gone to God about it. I'm good. That's huge to know that, you know, whether it's family or friends or political stuff or whatever, I've gone to God. I've slowed down. I've sought him. I've called out to him. I trust him. And he's given me peace. So those verse eight ends, I can lie down and sleep. The picture of joy that's given. I wanted to make that pause longer because I feel like what you just said there deserves a mic jump. (laughs) You know? But it's not just the peace, it's also the joy that comes out of that. Mm -hmm. He says the joy that I have is much greater than when they have everything that they need. Mm-hmm. They've planted their fields. They've planted their grapes. They've tended their vineyards. Now they've got grain and wine pulled in for the winter. They've got everything they need so that they are secure through the hardest months of need. And rather than being destitute, they're able to feast. And with that comes relief, 
comes joy and a cessation from work as well as a cessation from labor because no one's going to go to war during the winter. It's, it's a death trap. And so the winter is a time of safety as long as you've got the food and water you need. These people do. But the psalmist says, but my joy abounds even more than that. Hmm. Because as this assault is coming at me, I have found my rest hmm. in the place that is above all the most satisfying. So I, I, that's, I guess that's kind of where I want to put a pin in and say, dear brother, dear sister, if you're listening to this, I am sure that you are facing something today, this week, this month, that is nipping at your heels, that is pulling at your coattails, that is trying to drag you down, pull you under, mess you up. And I, I'm sure that you're dealing with something perhaps right now as you paused to uh, pour your coffee this morning or you're hot under the collar at someone who really does deserve retribution. If that's the case, and I want you to listen as we read this psalm one more time, and I want you to take your heart wherever it is right now and present it to the Lord as a sacrifice and say, Lord, whatever it is I want, whatever it is I believe I deserve, I lay that down on the altar to find my peace and my rest in the safety of your countenance. Psalms 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You've given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts, on your beds, and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good. Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Lord, let it be true of us this morning as we open this day to walk with you. May our hearts be drawn to communicate with you, our Father, the giver of life and our protector. May you be our protection. May you be our strong tower. And as we are assaulted by the emptiness and the lies that are said about us and around us, may we, in truth, offer the right sacrifice, which is trusting in you. Knowing that you have set us apart, which means you will hear us. When we call out to you, Father, knowing that you hear, as I say, in concert with the psalmist, hear us, O Lord, when we call out to you, knowing that you do, knowing that you will, because you've promised to and because you are faithful, 
because you demonstrated it through the love of your son, through his death, burial, and resurrection. Strengthen us today, Father, and hold us close to you as we hold tightly to your hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.